BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. There has been another deadly mass shooting in the state, this time in the coastal Bay Area community of Half Moon Bay, about 30 miles south of San Francisco. Seven people were killed and one injured yesterday in a pair of shootings at agricultural centers in the city. The San Mateo County Sheriff's Department says the suspect, 67-year-old Chun-Li Zhao, was soon taken into custody when he parked his vehicle at a Sheriff Department substation. Law enforcement officials say Zhao was a worker at one of the facilities attacked. His motive is unknown at this time. A semi-automatic handgun was confiscated from the suspect's vehicle. KQED's Guy Marzarati is in Half Moon Bay and has this report from a reunification center set up for the family members of victims. Inside the center, family members sat in circles awaiting aid, information, and interpreters. Christina Corpus is San Mateo County Sheriff. And we're offering them um, hotel rooms so they can sleep with their kids and offering um, mental health services. Uh, We have the Red Cross here as well. For hours, Coastside residents showed up with food, water, and coffee. Qinghai Zhao and his wife came from just up the coast in El Granada and brought a stack of blankets. My primary reaction is uh, Hapunbe is a very peaceful place. And also you heard Um, such kind of tragedy happened uh, in many places, but you can't believe that that actually happened in in Hafumui. Just disbelieve. Zhao says he read on next door about the victims gathered here and knew immediately he had to come help. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati in Half Moon Bay. Although the victims of this latest mass shooting have not been identified, they're believed to be members of Half Moon Bay's farming community. Here's Joaquin Jimenez, vice mayor of Half Moon Bay, speaking at a news conference last night. After being affected by the floods, as you know, at the beginning of the year, uh, the farming community was affected. Now this, we are offering our support. Law enforcement officials say some workers lived at one of the targeted facilities and children may have witnessed the shooting. Half Moon Bay has long had agricultural roots. The city of about 12,000 people is known for producing flowers as well as vegetables like Brussels sprouts. Governor Gavin Newsom tweeted that he was at a hospital meeting with victims of the shooting in Monterey Park when he was pulled away and told about the shooting in Half Moon Bay. Tragedy after tragedy, Newsom tweeted. 
Meanwhile, the investigation continues into Saturday evening's mass shooting in the Los Angeles County community of Monterey Park, which claimed the lives of 11 people, all shot in a dance studio. Although nothing is definitive, law enforcement and community members say the suspect in that incident, 72-year-old Hu Khan Tran, may have been motivated by jealousy and personal vendettas. Authorities also say he might have had emotional problems that got worse in recent weeks. Tron died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound on Sunday as police approached his vehicle in the city of Torrance. A search of the suspect's home in the Riverside County community of Hemet turned up a rifle, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and items that might have been used to make firearm suppressors. Last night, over 200 people gathered in Monterey Park for a candlelight vigil to honor the victims of the mass shooting at the Star Dance Studio. KCRW's Megan Jamerson reports. Local religious leaders and community members spoke and offered prayers as they grieved the 11 people killed and nine more wounded by a gunman on Saturday. Nearby, a pile of flowers and votive candles grew with the quiet crowd. Tiffany Ove, a 42-year-old Monterey Park resident, came out to participate. I felt that I needed to be here, you know, tonight to show them that we are together, we are community, we are stronger together, and this should not be happening in our home, in our community. Authorities have been notifying families of victims, all of whom were over 50 years old, and police are still investigating a motive for the incident. For the California Report, I'm Megan Jamerson in Monterey Park. And we're learning more about the victims of Saturday's massacre in Monterey Park. KPCC's Josie Huang has more. Officials have identified four of the 11 who died. Xiaodren Yu was 57, Lilan Li was 63, Valentino Alvaro was 68, Minan was 65. Nan's family issued a statement accompanied by an image of her smiling and wearing her hair in tight waves and a sequin turquoise dress. Nan went to the dance studio for many years, her family said. Quote, unfairly, Saturday was her last dance. That was KPCC reporter Josie Huang. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Yesterday in Sacramento, Asian-American legislators gathered at the state capitol to call for stricter gun laws and to honor the victims of the mass shooting in Monterey Park. Cap Radio's race and equity reporter Sarah Mises-Tan has more. All of the victims of the weekend's crime were over the age of 50, a demographic that's been found to be bearing the brunt of anti-Asian attacks since the pandemic began. Manjusha Kulkarni is the co-founder of Stop AAPI Hate, a nonprofit that's been chronicling hate crimes against the Asian American community. While she says this specific incident is not being categorized as a hate crime, her organization has found that anti Asian attacks tend to be against older Asian Americans, particularly women. The report we did with AARP shows that 
98% of our seniors say that the U.S. has become a more physically dangerous place for them. Assemblymember Evan Lowe, the chairman of the Asian and Pacific Islander Legislative Caucus, says the event has shocked Asian American communities across California. It feels even worse, he says, because it happened during Lunar New Year, a traditionally celebratory time. And that the Asian Pacific Islander community is not immune from firearm violence, senseless firearm violence, and the additional hardship that this takes and the tone is that culturally for a Lunar New Year, on this day, members of the community do not talk about bad things. The caucus say they'll be introducing resolutions to impact gun safety laws in California and to look at ghost guns in particular, though no specific legislation was mentioned. For The California Report, I'm Sarah Mises-Tan in Sacramento. And that is the California Report for Tuesday, January 24th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a good day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com slash CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!